Welcome to the SpireCast, a bi-weekly podcast from Spire Workforce Solutions in Atlanta, Georgia. In the age of companies moving more towards decentralized teams, remote offices, digital capability, and so on, video interviewing is becoming a far more prevalent option when it comes to sourcing candidates. And we see this at hosts of companies adding video into the process of sourcing potential employees, though, much like all new things, it's not always a perfect experience. And perfect example, have you ever been a part of an interview or interviewed a candidate over video and they happen to be in a messy bedroom or a noisy coffee shop? So Mike and Matt have some thoughts on the matter, both pros and cons. So we'll talk about video interviewing. Um, Obviously, there's two sides of this story. There's the one asking for the video interview and then the one providing the video interviewing content. I think that in today's day and age, and specifically within the candidate-driven market, You'll see a take from Matt here uh, that follows my take of, um, you know, Matt's more inclined to represent the candidate, whereas I'm more inclined to represent the client and kind of balancing that within video interviewing and and why we ask for it as, you know, account managers or clients or hiring managers. And then obviously the hurdles that um, are associated with it from, you know, the candidate's perspective. But I think the reason why video interviews are becoming more and more prevalent is number one, in such a tight talent market there's a lot of defect in the hiring process and defect can be quantified as people going through the interview process but not accepting the job um so every time a a hiring manager steps away from their desk and interviews a candidate that does not start um that's a defect in in the hiring process that's time away from their core job that is a direct hit to the bottom line Um, you can quantify it pretty easily by taking the amount of time they are in the interview process, How uh, multiply that by how many candidates they've interviewed, and then take that from their salary, and that's pretty much how much it costs the company. Um, plus, that's not even including all the you know, collateral damage from um, them not being at their desk or you know, opportun- opportunity costs from them not being able to um, be at their desk when they're interviewing. So companies evolve, right? You try to figure out a way to keep them at the desk, keep them in their role, and uh, automate the interview process. So what they said was, uh, let's just have them, let's just do a line of questions, a list of questions, you know, top 10 most crucial parts of the job, put it on paper, send it to the candidate, let them video and send it back and we'll, we'll rate them, you know, maybe after hours or at lunch and, you know, we're not taking time away. Sounds great in theory. Obviously, that is uh, what the thought is behind it. But um, in practice, it, it's a little different. So, Matt, what's been some of the hurdles you've seen from representing candidates through video interviews? Yeah, I mean, I I totally get the idea behind it. Um, I think right now where we're at, there's no perfect video interviewing software. There's a lot of tech issues. So from my end, it's I think the candidates can get a little annoyed um, with it because they have these issues. Uh, The video isn't saving it. You know, maybe they have a great take on that video on that one answer and then it erases it. So they got to redo it. And so they start to get kind of aggravated with that. Meanwhile, there's other companies that they're talking to that don't do the video software. And so they're moving along in the process where this is where this is a first round interview, uh, essentially on the video. Um, so to me, it can be sort of a con because you can lose out on, on some potential candidates that aren't doing that with other companies. Um, 
I think it's more work. Uh, it, it's especially if it's a very passive candidate um, who's interested, but they also have a day job, right? Or, or they have a full-time job. Um, so I would say the cons would be more work, tech issues, uh, other companies that are moving along in the process that don't uh, utilize that video software interviewing. And um, you know, that, that's just typically what I see. I would also, if you are going to be doing a video interview, uh, some tips because I've uh, I've seen these, I review these videos, um, and uh, really think about the environment when you're recording yourself in your home or somewhere else. Like you don't, don't do it in a bubble bath. Yeah, don't <laughs> do it in a bubble bath. Um, and and also uh, don't do it in a really messy room. That can be extremely. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like people aren't going to be paying attention to the, the interviewee. Uh, they're, they're going to be looking at that room and going, Oh geez, that is a really messy room. Um, I've, I've had to ask candidates to retake, uh, the video interviews because their room was really messy. And then they were of course embarrassed. And I was like, no, 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 it's okay. And then they had to redo it though. Um, so <laughs> clean room, number one, uh, appro- like your mom would say, yes, clean your room, make your bed, um, appropriate dress as well. And and that goes along with my other point, treat it as an in-person interview. Act like you're there at the office talking to the hiring manager. So dress appropriately and and, um, and look the camera in the eye. And and again, you can get as many takes as you want on these things. So, um, you know, give give your best effort and and, uh, save the best one. Yeah, and you can get as many takes. We have some technology now that gives you like a one and done, like a link with a time constraint on it um so i I think that it that's what we're going to see more of and it it is part of the process moving forward i think that will condense i think the recruiter needs to come in and tell the candidate hey normally you would have three in-person interviews but you're you're gainfully employed right now i mean there's seven million open jobs or six million qualified job seekers or you know job seekers that are looking actively and so that that means there's a variance in the amount of uh, people that are not working and looking for a job so I think as a client, I'm going to push the video interview because, hey, I'm going to be respectful of their time. Here's the questions. Go ahead and do them. And you don't have to come out of work. And, you know, with respect to your current employer, you know, I think this is the way to go. Um, But, you know, we're going to be receptive to the fact that in a passive candidate environment, they're going to be working all day and they're going to come home and they're going to be shot and they're going to take care of the family or do whatever they have to do, walk the dog. They're going to sit down and then they're going to do this. And the interview is not going to have its luster. So we can't be as critical mm-hmm. as you would at three o'clock in the afternoon or 10 o'clock in the morning when they're coming into the office and putting on their suit and tie. So I, I just think as we, you know, again, theory and practice, um, in theory, it, it will evolve into probably a, a good first step um, in the conversation. But we have to be, uh, you know, aware of what the reality is in, in practice. And I think that, um, you know, having set the proper expectations with your recruiter, the person representing the candidate. Hey, this is part of the interview process. This is going to save you time, you know, put it in their operating reality. You don't have to come back in for a second in person. We're just going to do one in person. This is going to be part of it. And uh, it basically takes the place of a phone screen and um, you're going to have a time link. You're going to have to do it once. So we're going to give you a, a document that basically says, you know, dress to impress, dress like you would as, a, as an in-person and then have them follow the instructions. Now, obviously you're going to get some pushback, but at that point, they're not qualified to become a, a, a job seeker in your role. So you're not going to be able to do this for Java developers. You're not going to be able to do this for nurses. You know, the jobs that are in super high demand that have a huge 
um, just gap between candidates and open jobs. But for those jobs that maybe are a little bit more uh, on the fringe right now that, that have a normal unemployment rate, you can probably weed out a lot. But you still will miss, as Matt said, you still will miss on those candidates that are passively looking, that don't want to do this, that just want to take a call. And it's up to the recruiter to seek to understand, to see what their true decision-making uh, decision criteria is in, in finding a job and seeing if your opportunity can, can you know, match it or, or do better. And um, I think that's the deal with video interviews is you have to be able to be aware that they have other things going on and you're not going to get their super duper best, you know, in person like you would in a face to face. So tread carefully. The SpireCast is a biweekly podcast produced by Spire Workforce Solutions. If you'd like to learn more about Spire, how to work with a company like us to find the right career path, or if you want to hire more effectively and strategically, visit our website at SpireWorkforceSolutions.com. Connect with Mike, Matt, and the rest of the team on LinkedIn, or drop us a line at 732-859-7708. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher so you never miss an episode. You've been listening to The SpireCast.